Good morning, and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today I am joined by the one, the only, the incredible, the incomparable, the amazing, Kyle. Uh, hey. And also Connor. You know, I almost for a second thought that I was going to be the one with all of like the great descriptive words. Yeah, it would have been it like, would have been a a change of pace because I always give Kyle the the big descriptive words. It would have shocked me. Yeah, exactly. And you would have been very upset too because you, oh, you would yeah, never do this do this show if it wasn't. Well, I thought for all I thought that that, that was going to be the like today's bit, you know, uh-huh. and but uh, it wasn't. Yeah, I know it. it I don't plan the bits. I just whatever happens happens, and then we we, we go from there. Um, so it's uh, this is this is a great great time to be alive. Great time to be watching movies. A great time to be talking about movies, and that's what we're here to do. Because we all went to the theater just a couple of days ago, at least. I mean, Connor, you just got back from the theater, right? I just got I just just got back from from the theater. Boy, yeah, my arms and, are tired. And uh, yeah, me and Kyle <laughs> we were at the theater yesterday to see a movie to talk about on this show it's so exciting we so rarely do this um because you know why go to the movies when there's so little to see but that's not today so i don't know i get i'm with some kind of beating around the bush here maybe we should just get right into it i don't i don't think there's anything else to to really talk about news wise i guess the wga has a deal with the strike um but i, I don't think the the screen actors guild does so there's still some strikes going on. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the, the Writers Guild deal consists of, but I know that they reached some kind of agreement. Um, but I think that the Screen Actors Guild is still very much uh, on strike and uh, not quite ready to make a deal. So you know, I guess we'll see what happens with that in the near future. But now for now, I think it's just a good time to talk about this movie called The Creator. Ooh. So uh, Connor, how about you give us a little bit of information about this one sure the creator uh directed by gareth edwards who's probably best known for star wars rogue one a star wars story i think uh, yeah is, yeah is that is probably his best known thing i remember um, him he did that uh that godzilla movie from 2014 ah, yes. um and i think he also did like a an independent movie called like monsters or something that people mm. really liked like that was the thing that got him the godzilla thing uh, but then it was Rogue One, One, and now it's this. I think that's it. I think that's that's all he's uh, he's done so far. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'll just read the IMDb description, and then we can get get into it. Let's, let's see how accurate this is. Against the backdrop of a war between humans and robots with artificial intelligence, a former soldier finds the secret weapon of robot in the form of a young child. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit more we could go into on that. Uh, it stars John David Washington, and let's see who else. I guess uh, Ken Watanabe, uh, Allison <laughs> Janney. <laughs> uh, let's see, Gemma Chan. That's true. Uh, and I think those are the main leads that that uh, are known. And then Madeline Voilis, I, I guess, or I'm not sure how to say her name, but she plays the little girl. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then a bunch of other a bunch a bunch of other actors who were who were good. Kyle, what did you think of the creator? Uh, this is how I put it. 
I said this yesterday as we left the theater, and 24 hours later, it's still my opinion. This movie was much dumber than I thought it was going to be, and I have no idea if that makes me like it more or hate it more. So I'm just somewhere in the middle, in, in the ether. I, I don't really know what I think. There's some good, there's some bad, but... I can't really put my finger on if I enjoy it or not. <laughs> well, maybe we'll talk you, about it a little bit and we can uh, love figure those, that out. Those kinds of movies where you yeah. don't know if you like it. They're the best. <laughs> I, yeah. What about you, Connor? I'm kind of curious. What, uh, you, you're fresh out of the theater on this one, so I want to I get your fresh, fresh take. take. So my, my fresh take, uh, I'm, I'm, I guess similar to Kyle, but I think I did like it overall. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was... Uh, for something that's dealing with AI, it has kind of like the opposite like story of, of AI. Like everything that's coming out now is AI being the the villain and evil mm-hmm. and going to take everything over. And then even mm-hmm. in our real life, like these strikes right now, for example, mm-hmm. yeah. like it's very much against AI taking over the uh, actual people. Right. Yeah. People's work. And in this movie, it's more like the people are the bad ones and maybe the AIs are not that bad. Well, and I think the it's, it's a very old school conception of artificial intelligence. Like it's the, right. the Blade Runner model of artificial intelligence, or or, the, humans... or, uh, or, or artificial intelligence. Like right, the, right, right. Like it's it's, it's the idea movie. that humans created like a they basically created life with with artificial intelligence, and they still treat it as being just robots that are created to serve humans but the question is the 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 classic you know if humans could create something that have like all of the same kinds of emotional responses and intelligence as a human is are they like basically creating life you know is it something that we then have to think of that as as life itself as something that we have to um is it you, you know what i mean like the becoming god thing Right. Um, and yeah. that's like the classic conception of artificial intelligence, which really I don't think is very compatible with what we're calling artificial intelligence in the real world these days, which right. is really not like that at all. And that's not how it works. It's not the kind of thing that like, like, it, like you can't compare the robots in this to like chat GPT because chat GPT doesn't have feelings. Chat GPT is not is not well, becoming no it, it's just not how it, no, it that's not how it works right. it's and and in my opinion like the applications that we currently are using this stuff that we call artificial intelligence are like completely loathsome in like every way where they're trying to get it to like be good at making art and making music funny story about that apparently the director of this gareth edwards tried to do at least partial parts of the score to this movie using ai music so completely generated AI music. But he was like, well, it came out okay, but not good enough. So we got Hans Zimmer. But like the <laughs> the fact that he did that at all is like, dude, uh, you're 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 the problem. You're the bad guy here. Um so the the challenge for me with this movie was just getting me to like AI because like to me, that word or that that concept has been so poisoned over the past like year of all this new AI technology threatening to make the world a considerably worse place by having generatable art, um, which is just like the worst thing on earth. The the idea that anybody could possibly want that is sickening to me. Um, So I think it's funny that (laughs) we have this movie about AI 
that uh is is in the old style so you know we we created life you know we have to we have to treat it like we created life but then there's the humans who don't like the ais and they're yeah. afraid the ais are going to replace us and like all this stuff yeah like so it, yeah, it's very uh different. it's just kind of funny like that that's like yeah you are right that it's different but i think one part of the concept of and there are those those themes in there of like AI taking jobs or something. I think that's there's even like a throwaway line of, of that because mm-hmm. what ends up happening in this movie is there's you know the the AIs are kind of integrated with society, uh, you know the robots really sentient robots who are mm-hmm. just in society and they act like people really, yeah. which is kind of like silly. Some of them, I don't know. It it was a little goofy. I think some of the <laughs> seeing like oh, yeah. just a mechanical robot walking around and like. there's like a scene of the robot kind of watching like another female robot like dancing around yeah well that's what kyle's talking about like there's there's a lot of dumb stuff in this movie there is they have needs just like us yeah well i mean i guess they do it's just it's just kind of goofy but what ends up happening is uh and i guess the the ais from from what we we have where we're told uh light off a nuclear bomb in los angeles and then it it incites an entire war where it's pretty where it's very clearly america is at war with uh robots the ai and robots and all around the world and there's pretty much uh only one country left which is just called new asia which Mm -hmm. i guess is a a collection of different asian countries or something i mean this movie takes place in like some somewhere 27 50 years from now i don't know something like that yeah yeah so i guess the world will be drastically different uh in in that kind of sense it's fine whatever whatever. yeah sure sure okay doesn't matter but yeah so it's the it's the america versus uh them essentially because they still have ais as part of their society Mm -hmm. and the the united states is or i guess it's just america I, i can't remember i don't know if they refer to it as the united states or not but like declared war on on ai essentially so that's the inciting thing and they they realize there's this uh secret weapon that could uh change the turn the tide of the war uh Mm -hmm. and it ends up being the young child and the the what makes what they make very clear is the 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 weapon they fear could destroy their like roaming like ship that can just like destroy any kind of town anywhere yeah the uh the, the united states has built a super weapon called nomad which is kind of like scours areas for these you know ai strongholds you know where are they hiding the ais where are they hiding the insurgents the terrorists or whatever you want to call it um and i i will say the nomad design i kind of like I like its bit with the laser shooting down and like scanning the ground and then once yeah, it finds cool. a target just drops a missile like that's pretty neat um it's a, it's a cool visual there's um, a lot of this yeah. looks cool I think that's the the strongest stuff in the movie like the most earnestly good thing about the movie is that I think the uh production design is very good yeah. for a uh it's just a basic future aesthetic like Kyle you were talking about that kind of lived in future look I like you know? the grimy future yeah. I I'm a big fan of that look. Yeah. I I felt like Blade Runner, the original, kind of, in some scenes. A little bit. I like that it's not the the whole, like, Blade Runner neon thing. Like, it kind of has its own look, you know? Right, it has its own uniqueness to it. Yeah. And I think I I liked how, even though it's over the top and, like, silly in parts, 
I do like that it created its own kind of feel by having like the mechanical robots and then like the I can't remember what they called them, but like the android robots or whatever that had like I want to say it was like, like simulants or something. Simulants, like that. yeah, that's what yeah. They, that's what they called them. Where they they had like I guess the back part of their skull was just hollow or like yeah, they're basically like, like they're robots with human features. They have like human right. faces and stuff. And like the whole bit is that people can like scan their face so that the, their their likeness can be used in robots in the future. So there's a lot of like the same the same person roaming around as ai um i don't think i would do that which that yeah, i think I is a little think that, I, that I think that. is a little weird yeah i don't think i would do that <laughs> i mean unless it pays really well who knows that's true maybe, yeah. Like, yeah maybe you can get like make a killing off of just like selling your face to an ai yeah, but if it doesn't I mean, how, it doesn't really seem like it comes with that many benefits yeah exactly i, I mean know. it seems very similar to what, what was it disney who's scanning the extras and just uh, creating <laughs> yeah, them like yeah but i don't think that the extras got paid anything more for that yeah, exactly just... that's how yeah <laughs> yeah disney's not gonna pay you of course no 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 absolutely not um, but I guess the only other bit is the movie's called The Creator because there's this whole bit about the creator of the AI, which is called Nirmada. Um, and they're all looking for Nirmada. And Nirmada is this important character. And there's a question of who it is and like all this stuff. Um, and John David Washington's character was undercover at one point searching for Nirmada. And he got like, he, he was married to this woman behind enemy lines while he was undercover. And, you know, she becomes very important to the story as it goes on, you know, to to say things without spoiling anything. So that's basically the whole bit. The whole inciting incident for him is that she apparently, like, dies very early on, but then he finds out that maybe she's still alive. And that's his, like, motivation to go back to New Asia and uh, continue fighting in the war when, in reality, he doesn't really care that much about the war. He just kind of wants to find his wife. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a whole, like, emotional plot line about his, like like grief and his his the the love that he had with his wife and uh their their child that they were going to have that he assumes just an unborn child because he thinks his wife has died so there's a lot of questions for him and that's the the movie is like very much like vacillating between the kind of like sci-fi movie with ideas right the ideas are not all that interesting they're just what if ai was nice um and humans <laughs> didn't like it that's it like yeah. it's just the classic ai thing and it's very dull but the uh it vacillates between that kind of stuff and then like a very very earnestly emotional plot of this character and his like family um relationship um and and his relationship with the the ai child that is apparently the super weapon um who he you know obviously is that's you can see that in like all the trails and everything it's it's pretty much him and the kid for most of the movie um, yeah, he's 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 like the father figure. Yeah, so that AI. that relationship is super important. So there's mm-hmm. there's definitely like the the balance of the the sci-fi ideas stuff and the emotional family storyline stuff. Um all of it is is pretty pretty basic stuff, like not super uh I, I think there's a lot of emotional beats in this movie that aren't really earned that well. Um, especially towards the end where they're just kind of like letting st- <laughs> they're, they're really contriving a bunch of things to happen i think the things that happen are kind are, are like good in theory like the idea of especially like like towards the very very end like right before the 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 last things you see in the movie there's this big emotional thing that happens with the main character that's kind of like 
a great idea for a scene, but the things they had to do to set up for it are like very, very controlled. Oh, totally over the top. But, I mean, I, <laughs> but it's I, fine. I liked it well enough. No, like, no, I, I, did, I did too. Yeah. I think those are the best parts. Really, are yeah. Like, I agree. I think that I really like John David Washington. Oh, like I think yeah. I think he elevates the movies that he's into. I I really like Tenant, and I think I really like Tenant because of him. And this is yeah, a th- very different character too. Like he's yeah. more of like more nuanced in this, like kind of grieving, but still has has a mission and then in, in like tenant he was just like all all focus mr business and but he was really good yeah. at him was really cool in that one I, I think he's a great actor oh yeah definitely i mean he's he's denzel's son right so is well, he actually oh did you not know that that's actually no, I, yeah, I did not he know he's <laughs> he a nepo baby he is a nepo baby oh. <laughs> but here's the here's here, here's the thing about that sometimes i would say very often like there's you do inherit those kind of skills to like yeah, you know like it there, there's a reason like you don't just you can, you it's it's not just nature or nurture I mean maybe some of that too but like you you can be a great actor and like there is like you know commonality between you know I don't think so but carry on <laughs> Connor making excuses for the nepo babies uh, I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you what the it, well what it's the, like the a, it's is. like a famous a sports athlete like you know the, you have all the juniors that are playing nowadays like fernando tatis jr like, sure, uh, sure well actually steroids might have helped him that's right, true i don't know if that's i'm j- all no, i'm saying he had all, I, all i want to talk about with the creator is that Kevin biggio would not have a role on a baseball team if it wasn't for his dad <laughs> come on kyle <laughs> anyway robots yeah, anyway. <laughs> what was your what was your favorite robot in this movie guys there's a lot of robots in this movie what, what was your favorite uh actually i i have an answer but i liked the i liked the bomb bot yeah the bomb, the bomb bot right? is amazing those, yeah, guys, so those they, guys rule yeah they, and that's, they were that, just they, that's <laughs> one of the many parts of the movie where i was like I kind of like this, but it feels wrong to like this. <laughs> this is kind of dumb, but it's also no, kind of cool. See, I'm into it. I think this movie almost captured that, like, I think it just missed it, but it almost captured that right amount of take it seriously sometimes and then have the, like, kind of goofiness camp. I think it kind of didn't get that balance quite right. Yeah, it's not quite it there. almost yeah. got it. Like, like I, I loved Allison Janney in this, and because I, I thought she played this over-the-top character that's just, yeah, like... Yeah so goofy like she had like a a little bit of emotional scene at the beginning but then all of the things she's doing are just so like silly to me (laughs) well she's like the avatar guy like that's basically like the same bit like i love that character i love that character too of course all the all of the military people in this are very like i feel like the the general outline of the story even is kind of analogous to the avatar model of you know the 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 military people the americans whatever you want to call it are just kind of like unnecessarily evil um like like they're obviously like there's there's some genuine reason for why they're doing what they're doing which i guess you could say is true in avatar and this but i i guess i guess in this the motivation of like the nuke is maybe arguably a a good reason to be going after these AIs, even though pretty much all the evidence we're ever shown from the AIs is that they're incredibly, you know, docile and not and, and harmless and like it's it's you know not not the kind of AI that you have to be worried about. 
Yeah, um, I know. But of course, <laughs> the like whatever the the you know the government's against it because of the nuke thing. Um, whatever. That that's sort of understandable. But like the actual characters that are in the military and these guys that we see are just like the most unlikable meathead types for the most part, as they always are. Um, which is uh, I think is always very funny. Um, I, I don't know. I think this movie does a little bit too much to try to make us like the AIs when we don't really like it's just beating you over the head with it when it's like I don't, I don't really need this like I'm gonna root for these things regardless because that's like the plot is taking me in that direction I feel like it just does a couple too many things to be like the AIs are the good side like unambiguously you know like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up following that regardless you don't need to keep giving me extra reasons that are like contrived and stupid there's especially like one thing that Ken Watanabe says, like sort of towards the end. It's like a total offhand comment. Um, and I guess this is like a minor spoiler, but because it's such an offhand comment, I don't even know that I would call it a spoiler, but I feel like it has really big implications of the it story. It does, yeah. It's very, exactly very much not interested in, in, in talking about. Um, but Ken Watanabe like says, like, you know, the uh, the nuke wasn't even set off by AI, it was a programming error, it was the, it was the human's fault. And then it's just like he moves on from there. So I think the line was thrown in there just to be like, oh, man, those those humans, it was it was all the humans fault, but they're still doing the war or whatever. But then you think about it, it's like, well, did the humans know that it was a programming error on the human side? Does that imply that they're going about this war regardless? And if so, like, why? You know, like, what? why go through all the trouble if they know that, like, the only incident of AIs doing anything wrong was not the fault of AI. Right, I know. That 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 um, got me too. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 you just buried the lead, dude. Why didn't you yeah, that's like- that's such a huge thing to say. Like yeah, that was like- such an under- like I couldn't believe how like And the, and like, my favorite part yeah. is that the way he said it was like well, every AI knows this. Like, like it's yeah, obvious. Right. Like it's just <laughs> like how do you know? Blind, how do you know like, Ken? Americans, of course, they, you know, they they're not going to hear it. Of course not. Like <laughs> they, well, they yeah, like- ignored it. I, I don't know. Well, that's the question. It's like, how would the AIs know that it, it was a programming error? Not that this like super matters, but like, how would they know? And how would the Americans not know? And and the thing is, like, even if the Americans did know, and that's what we're something something we're supposed to assume, they could turn that into a story beat. Like the the point being, like they talk about how the AIs are like they're afraid the AIs are going to replace us, that they're a, more evolved versions of humans, and that like we we can't have the AIs around. Um, or else they're going to make actual humans extinct, right? So you could take the angle that like this whole nuke thing was an excuse for yeah. the government to go after AIs so that they could, you know, out of paranoia, basically, of paranoia for the human race or whatever. Um, but in order to like really sell that, you'd have to do something with that idea instead of just kind of like letting it be a thing that you could potentially extrapolate from this admission by Ken Watanabe yeah. about, about that. So, so it just seems like they left that on the table. It was they that left, like, or, yeah. or it was one other thing that I was thinking. And I, again, I just got out of the theater. So this is like the walk back. I was thinking of this. So like it's either that, that you go that route and you make it more on its face and like make more implications based on that. Uh, or you go and make it a little bit more of a nuanced story and where you don't really know if you're on the side of the humans or the robots. You know, yeah, because this one, do that. It, it's yeah. just way too far, like over the top of like the robots are the are the good ones. Like, it, yeah, it's so 
I don't know. That that's and again, like hard. I think like your your allegiances will will kind of naturally go there regardless because that's how the John David Washington character is navigating through this story, and you're with him the whole time. So you don't need to do all this extra stuff in the writing to get us to love the AIs. You know, it's just not necessary. Like it, it just kind of takes away from the feeling of the story. It makes me feel like I'm being pandered to, or like yeah. I'm an idiot or something that uh, I won't get it. Unless they, they keep drilling this home about how how good the AIs are. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think the story stuff where they the ideas are just very, very dumb and not all that well well considered. Like but it it's ultimately okay. And I would have appreciated it more if it leaned in a little bit more to the silly elements because there are silly elements in this that are really fun, especially at like the very end of the movie like the, the whole, ending is something special the whole climax is like ridiculous um yeah i mean god we're laughing really hard at uh, a particular bit involving uh an escape pod um <laughs> it's just like and the general and the like the evil american general trying to stop the uh the, the stuff from happening like it's just some very uh very silly bits there, yeah, and like the the thing that's trying to stop him too, like that thing is hilarious looking. Hey, that's what we were talking. About. Oh, that is oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just it's just, just there's so much of that. Like here's something yeah. that I was just wondering too. So if the we have or we we like I'm on the like America we, um. So if uh, the evil evil America has the nomad thing right mm-hmm. that can just destroy anything, and if the only threat is in New Asia, and it's such a huge threat that it could end civilization as they know it, which is apparently what they think. Why don't they just carpet bomb the entire area with that thing? Well, just, the funny thing is that like, at the end, they they almost do that, right? Like, that right. Was so, what they I, were, I, I was just wondering, yeah. why did, why wasn't that just the thing they do from the beginning? Because it seemed like they had no problem doing it. <laughs> yeah, they were happy much- to. Pretty much every action scene is just America just demolishing an entire like city. Like I don't know why they they need to like be all secretive when they could just right, destroy this entire. Yeah, I guess yeah, I guess yeah, that's yeah. my point. It's like why why go through all of this? Like clearly you don't care about your international relations with New Asia at yeah. all. You just well, I wonder <laughs> how the rest of the war went. You know, like were other countries like holding out on AI and America like bombed them with Nomad Two, or was it pretty much just New Asia? Like did, did the other countries kind of say like, all right, we'll get rid of the AIs? I, uh, the uh, beginning seemed to imply that it was only New Asia. Was the yeah. only ones that were still kind of sticking with the AI stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll figure out in the creator too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what you could like. This is a one-off kind of situation, you know. Like, I don't. I don't really think there's there's that much more to explore in this world. I do uh, think. I guess, but I but to to that end, I think the implication of an all-powerful like AI child that can basically you know use the force to turn off robots and mm-hmm. control technology is kind of like crazy powerful like what if like that like, like what what could she end up being like when she was older or something like just like yeah. that's okay to like a person that's all powerful like that is okay to exist or like a well, robot or anything they, they, like they try to like and there's so many lines like this where they just try to like make you like the ais where it's like no, the AIs can't hurt humans. 
You know, it's impossible. And there's a bit where it's like, you know what's going to happen when the, when we win this war? This is what Ken Watanabe in AI says. You know what's going to happen when we win this war? Nothing. We just want to live in peace. We're not going to do anything because we, we're not going to hurt humans. It's like, okay. Yeah, okay, you're, robot. You're, you're so <laughs> benevolent. You're so yeah. nice. You guys are just so nice. I love how nice you guys are. So regardless of how powerful this child is, the movie wants us to believe that, you know, she's very nice. You know, she's not going to do anything evil with her powers ever. Uh, maybe she can't. Yeah, maybe, maybe oh, it's impossible. Maybe, maybe maybe that's your sequel, Kyle. Like she hits puberty and she's just like not nice anymore. Well, as that guy like, said, she will only grow stronger as she ages. So that's true. Uh, that's true. Know, it might be bad. Yeah, so maybe this is just the prequel to the Matrix. I think that uh, I, I think we're we're not meant to think about this too hard. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I, th this is not a movie that <laughs> for all of its. Uh, you know, semi-seemingly lofty sci-fi ideas, or at least the it gives the impression of a movie that has a lot of ideas, even though it doesn't really have a lot of ideas. Um, you know, ultimately, I don't think that it wants you to think about them at all, because when you do, it, do it, doesn't, it doesn't paint a very pretty picture. Just just have fun with the squid <laughs> monster and, uh, <laughs> and call it a day. <laughs> it looks good. Story's kind of dumb. Good action sequences. Find enough time. That's my review. Three out of five. Ooh.